Good morning and welcome everybody to another Daybreak Crypto. One of these days I will get that right. Um, So today we have two articles and my first one is about Framework Ventures. And then our second one is going to be brought to us by Greg. And that one will be on um, the Flipside blockchain, which is a blockchain analytics platform from what I understand. So just to get us started, so Framework Ventures uh, is a fund, and they're allocating half of their $400 million to Web3 Gaming. So this is obviously a pretty big deal. Um, so $200 million of that $400 million fund is being allocated to different types of play-to-earn games um, and really just building up this whole gaming Web3 sector that is just you know kind of building up as we speak. Um, they're comparing it a lot to 2020 when DeFi kind of exploded onto the scene. And I'm, I would have to say, I feel the same. Uh, you're hearing it almost everywhere. You're seeing a ton of the VCs and money heading towards, uh, web three gaming. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how that pans out over the next few years. Um, and, and framework is in a unique position because they were early investors in some of, pro- some of these projects like Chainlink, Ave. Um, in the graph. So they have about $1.4 billion worth of assets at their disposal. So even so, um, $200 million is a good portion of that. Um, so it's a, it's a uh, big bet they're making. And um, I think it's a smart one just based on the growth we're seeing in Web3 Gaming. But it'll be interesting to see how that money is used. Um, throwing money at something can help, but it needs to be used uh, efficiently, in my opinion. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that after reading it. I know you are a big fan of the Web3 gaming, so interested to hear. Well, big fan of what I think the future can be right now. It's still kind of early. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But but yeah, I mean, I think if, I mean, one way to get good stuff is to keep throwing money at it. Eventually, something good will come out of there, hopefully. <laughs> um, I mean, you look at a game like Axie Infinity, how popular that was. And that's a simple, you know, three versus three battler, like nothing complicated at all really about it um so i mean you get somebody that comes in here and builds a nice triple a game or even just an indie game that works well and runs and everything like it's going to really take off and i think a lot of people are positioning themselves to you know be involved in these types of games and hopefully with all of them coming out there are some actual good ones that come out of all these games really right and and i I do know what you mean. I've seen a few of the the games that are available now. And and like you said, they're very basic. They kind of remind me of the old school days of Flash games, right? Where everything exactly. was super... Exactly, exactly right. Very low quality, um, pretty simple game mechanics, but, but still fun. But definitely room for improvement. In fact, I think in the article they mentioned Axie Finity has 2.8 million unique addresses and hold about 11 million axes as they call them, which would be their, I guess, in-game characters. Um, but really that's, that's an impressive number, right? Like you have almost 3 oh, million exactly. users and 11 million different assets being owned. So there's clearly demand. And if these games aren't, you know, at the quality that you'd expect, then that really shows, like you're saying, when a good game comes along, there's going to be a, a lot of buzz and a lot of people, hopping on that bandwagon and you have a unique subset of people who are used to grinding and, you know, putting time and effort into something, which is how you kind of develop that community and that feeling of, you know, ownership over either the game or the token or, or what have you, but it really just 
ties you to that game personally because you have a stake in it. Exactly. The old school game market and the DeFi market definitely overlap. So I think there's, I mean, yeah, there's tons of potential there. And I mean, yeah, like you said, Axie Infinity, it's a simple game, but it's got a good game loop. So if you get more games like that with good game loops that people want to play, I mean, there's really no limit to what they can do. Yeah, and it's interesting because I want to see how how games balance play to earn versus play to play to win, right? Or pay to play yeah, type game. Exactly. Because they're they're very different. You know, play to earn is where you know the players do certain actions or participate in the the world or what have you, and earn tokens or earn some in game currency, basically accrue value through dedicating their time and effort to the game. Whereas play to pay to play is more or less kind of like the NBA 2Ks of the world where you can earn the in-game currency and build up your character, or you can go out and pay enough money to just upgrade them immediately. And those types of games, I, I know they generate a lot of revenue, but I don't find them to be as fun to play or participate in because there's people who can just basically outbuy you instead of out, you know, play you or have more skill. So it'll be interesting exactly. to see how these, these companies balance that you know revenue versus just rewarding players you know who actually are playing the game the way it should be played and are coming back time after time to you know keep it going instead of just being people dump money in just because they want to have the best gear yeah and it's it's hard to ignore those whales and i know that's why a lot of games right nowadays they have the loot boxes and all that other stuff to kind of promote people spending a lot of money but again i agree with you i think the games where it's you know the only thing you're getting is cosmetic when you buy stuff those are the ones where it's truly skill-based games like you know your Fortnite and apex and even call of duty like you're not you can't really buy advantages in those games you know right right you can you can make your character look cooler or you can buy you know you can spend tons of money items, and people do yeah exactly but it doesn't do anything for your character's abilities or skill it really does nothing but make you feel better look good play good which, yeah, and people are willing to spend money if it's a good game that they enjoy playing. So that's the, yep. I think that's the key. Build a good game and then you can sell cosmetics and other stuff and people yep. will pay money for them. I mean, it's a proven yeah. model. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty weird how it works because I, I never saw myself as someone who'd be paying for in-game items um, until I started playing a game called Player Unknown's Battleground, PUBG. And I found myself, after playing for a while, really liking to buy the new gear. And after about a year of buying new stuff, I realized probably not the best use of my funds. <laughs> so I'll have to really be careful as more of these <laughs> Web3 projects roll out because I know I will be chomping at the bit to play them and will likely get sucked into buying some of this stuff. Exactly, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, this won't be going away anytime soon, in my opinion. Um, I've been, you know, reading around just in general the gaming sector of web3 and i saw you know kucoin has an ecosystem fund that they just built up i think it was 100 million to start developing web3 games um and then coin dcx was also mentioned in the article uh which has raised 135 million dollars to support india based web3 projects um and i know india is a pretty large uh segment oh, that huge, that, that huge games. market yeah exactly huge market that's actually what i was looking for um so yeah like i said i, I just really don't see web3 gaming going away anytime soon it kind of feels like we're just at the beginning of it um so we'll be interesting to see how it plays out 
but exactly. with that uh, one quick point um yeah. Kem put in the comments that the framework website says it expects five to ten play to earn games with about a hundred million monthly active users by 2030. wow i mean that's so yeah aggressive but i i like that they're pushing right if you're going to put that much money to something you should have high goals and expect to produce you know enough content and revenue to support that spend so yeah well and it, it's still early so we we're still a couple ways off a couple years off probably some from a lot of these games actually being released as full releases so yes and that's something that i think a lot of people in web3 need to understand is a lot of things happen very quickly in this realm but we need to realize that game development is not quick and if it is that's probably an issue so that's going to be tough for a lot of i think web three people at least initially um to kind of get their mindset around the idea that these really do take time and effort and you can't just skip that so but yeah, with that i did want to super condensed it <laughs> really is really is. but i did want to get to your article um just because yeah, i to, i am on a time crunch of course <laughs> but but if you want to just kind of introduce what Flipside is, um, generally, I think I, I understand from reading through, but want to hear from you and your words, kind of what, what it is and why, why you think it's a, a great idea. So Flipside Crypto is a website that provides um, dashboards and like data, research data analysis for different chains. Um, and what they kind of do a little bit uh, differently than most normal sites is they actually pay the user. So they'd pay somebody like you or I to go on the site, explore, for instance, the Terra chain or the Cosmos chain and do some research on it. And they have, you know, certain uh, bounties available and then they will pay you out in those coins after you've done the research and created a dashboard uh, for their site. So they're rewarding users with, actual coins in the chains that they're researching, which I think is really cool because one quick little data point, they uh, found that 80% of the tokens that they provide as bounties actually remain in the ecosystems compared to about 22% when somebody does an airdrop or like 10% on people that liquidity mine. So a lot of these tokens that people get, they're actually using and keeping in the ecosystem, which I think is cool instead of just paying somebody and they're taking that money outside of the ecosystem. But anyways, so this firm, they raised a $50 million uh, raise. Uh, they got money from, uh, I think the big one is Terra and Dapper Labs and Republic Capital. Um, and they raised this money to continue kind of building out their ecosystem and to continue uh, onboarding more analysts and more kind of data platforms and whatever they can do. They have right now upwards of 60,000 analysts that people that have come onto their site and have used it and have gotten paid in crypto. So it's, it's a working model. They've been doing it for over a year now. And I just think it's a really cool model within the community. And it's a really cool kind of show of what web three can do. Yeah. And that's a really interesting data point you mentioned with, with retention, because that's something I kind of always have wondered and haven't found a, a great place to really deep dive into the analytics but i would like to see how well does airdropping work right like how they well have stuff do... on flip side about it i would go check it out exactly I, I definitely will because that is something i've been desperately trying to understand is it worth it right 
if you can keep percent people in the ecosystem by doing something like this, that is insane retention and something that I think exactly. a lot of people will move to if that is genuinely a true number. Yeah. Well, I think also too, you can like as a chain or as a um, protocol, you could pay them to have people do a dashboard on your token. So you could, for instance, see, Hey, we just did an airdrop last you know, year. How many people held onto their tokens? How many sold them right away? How many LP'd them? You know, what did people do with them? So I think it's cool for chains can kind of use this to get data visualized for them and then pay the people in tokens so that hopefully it'll be a, you know, a flywheel basically effect of continuing to use the chains that pay for analytics and continue to improve the ecosystem. I like that. And it, it will really be able to allow investors in these different chains the ability to see what the true sentiment is, right? Like you can go into crypto Twitter, but you're going to get a whole bunch of echo chamber stuff. Very rarely will you get the downside. But with analytics, it's objective, right? Like we can actually go look at it and see, okay, are people hanging onto this token? How long are they hanging onto this token? Are they staking it? Are they farming rewards and then moving on? So I, I think there's a lot to be learned from this type of analytic site. And I, I'm actually very interested in building a dashboard myself if possible um, for some of these Cosmos chains, just so I can personally, you know, view what's going on, uh, you know, a few layers deeper than what you're going to see in a, in a basic article or on any sort of uh, Twitter thread. Agree. And yeah, it's just, it's a basic SQL site. They provide most of all of the information on there. So you, if you know SQL or if you want to learn SQL, you can go on there and, you know, poke around. And I mean, you can check out the dashboards, check out people's code and kind of see what everybody's doing. So awesome. I would highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Well, I will absolutely be checking this out. Um, we have the link in the description and I also attach it to the show. So if you can see it, feel free to click it and check out the Flipside uh, crypto website. Um, I also have linked the article we talked about earlier with the Framework Ventures ecosystem fund. But I think uh, we're running up on time here, so we can close it down with that. Greg, thanks for coming on again this morning. Had a great discussion, and uh, talk to you later. You too. Have a good one. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for joining Daybreak Crypto, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode.